Oh, also, you should be level six now. Thank you. Previously last week, the heroes were surprised by another of Denflor's siblings. Even though he's not here, his siblings <laughs> are, whose fanatic devotion to Tiamat led her into the endless shadows of the Underdark. Just as Nala sprung her trap, a tremor collapsed the earth beneath the party's feet, sending them falling into the oozing temple. Navigating slash cheesing their way over a series of traps, they met a sentient gelatinous cube, who ingratiated themselves with Zentanoff, joined the party. After battling some oozes, bottling some oozes, you all flooded the chamber and swam out through the newly something or other shoot. <laughs> And yeah, you're all leveled up to level six as well. And, uh, yeah, filling up the chamber, you all swam out through the newly created back exit entrance into the Horlstone Tunnels. I think I got you on the right map. Are you guys all on the right map? I mean, I, I had 10% of the time I have you on the right. Ooh, that's a good sign. Yep, you're on the right map again. Beneath Grecklestug, emerging from the fetid water, you rise from the stinking pool, heavy, cold. Oh, wait, um, actually warm. This is like a spring, like a warm spring that you kind of clabber out of. Warm, but not hot. Just lukewarm. I don't With... know if that makes me more or less comforted. Well, that's uh, there's somebody pissed in the spring. It does have a sickly yellow color as you soggily step back at the entrance of this tunnel system, looking out into the cleft district of the Duro. I need you all to make a constitution, constitution saving throw. Thirteen saves, thirteen saves. And 13. Well, all 13's of course are more. Well, we know about that. Y'all feel the giggles, the cackles coming over you, but you're able to... <laughs> no, serious. Push them back down. Back at the entrance of the Horlstone Tunnels, you're in this little pool right here. And you can see about 10, 20 feet in front of you, the entrance that leads back to the Duro territory, the cleft districts from which you entered the Horlstone Tunnels. Alright, so where are we trying to go? Like, what's our goal destination right now? 
Um, I don't think we really have one. Just heading back to the city, I suppose. I've only known y'all as long as y'all have been in this cave. Really? I, know I know nothing of the outside world. I was raised in this cave. Do you yeah. want to leave the cave? I was born in the dark, Batman. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. cave's a bit cramped. Not, not enough random secret passageways to get attacked in, apparently. Hmm. Indeed. Let's head back to town. With our new companion in tow. Very good. Shaking off the water, you guys would make your way to the entrance of the Horlstone Tavern. Cavern Tavern? And you look out to a bit of a chaotic scene going on in the Clef District. Oh dear. What's going on? He's looking through its notes. The earth has been shaking. The industry of Gracklestug has made the ground hum along with its wormsmith. You have grown used to a regularity of small quakes, but something is off. The tension rises through your subconscious like a built-up fault line long overdue for the big one, making your ears ring with the potential energy ready to grind the granite to sand and sink the small ones like stones in water. Emerging back into the Duro slums that rise into the sides of the ravine, you're almost tempted to return to the Horlstone Caverns upon being met with a scene of mad chaos in front of you. Everywhere, Duro run, shouting and screaming. Some hurl themselves into the abyssal gorge, killing themselves as they fall, bouncing off the sides of the horrible ravine, while others beat their breasts and rip out their hair. Climbing down the cavernous walls on creaking, spindly legs, lowering itself a mechanical spider, huge, whose beak, like a drill, rescinds and then smashes into the body of a huge building, a spire, while uh, enormous metal buckets are deployed and attached to articulating legs. They scoop out books, piles, and Bucketfuls of books. The hole from which the mech scoops seems to be leading into a massive hidden chamber carved into a giant stalagmite in Duro territory. And as you look on, the giant spider cupping with giant bucket-like hands attached to these long spindly legs loads load after loads of these books and puts them out on conveyor belts up into the very lip of the ravine where the books are flung into large furnaces above flaring into huge billowing clouds of black smoke hmm. it's not really our problem No, that spider could be made of useful parts. <laughs> I'll take it. Let's go. 
Okay. Is there any way that we could like get to some of the books without being noticed? Do y'all think? Like, see what it's what exactly it's trying to take. Its goal is either to cover up knowledge or discover it. Right? I guess. As you guys rise up through the different lattice work, climbing up out of the ravine, you hear a voice come over an intercom. 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 Projected from one of the spiders. Attention, Duro. By order of the Deep King, you have been found to be in possession of illegal material. These will be confiscated and destroyed immediately, along with the subversive reactionaries who are found to harbor or abet their existence. Brave young citizens, hunt them down. Bomb them, burn them, bulldoze them, submit to the heroes of Krakelstig. Young Duro, rise against your stupid parents. Break free of the conniving priests, teachers of superstition, fomenters of reaction. Burn their pestilence from their forests of evil. Errored ways so that the Deep King may plant a healthy orchard in their place. The Deep King will gas the hive where the poison of ignorance has spread, stored its ready, wretched phosphorus. The Deep King will drive the traitors through the flimsy rituals of superstitions, and together we, with the Deep King, will rise and lead the producer consumers to veins of diamonds and gold. <laughs> All around you, the burning of the books smoke up through the cavern. I need another constitution saving throw, as this place is real smoky. Can I try to, like, get that spider? How are you doing that? Okay, 15. Oh, this is a 10. This is my usual way. Dope ranger shit. Yeah, don't bring your shit. I know 15's gonna save, however, a 10. Let me find the. Uh, here we are. Grackling. The constant smog in Grackle causes Grackle Lung in the living, breathing creatures, resulting in a persistent racking cough. So the sputing. Uh, DC 11 comes. Okay. On each failed save, the creature gains one level of exhaustion. All right, so. Voltaire, you're going to go ahead and gain a level of exhaustion as you climb up. You're short of breath. I guess this, <laughs> these ramps are just too steep, and you have to pause and catch your breath for a moment, take a breather. All right, how do I add a level of exhaustion on here? Just put a note. Uh, you got a level of exhaustion. All right. I'm sure it's somewhere on your character sheet, I think. Somewhere? Somewhere? Mm -hmm. That's helpful, right? Just look on the somewhere on there, and then you'll find it. We tried looking where it's at. <laughs> Me pull up a character sheet? <laughs> I only know how to look at backstories on a character sheet. All right. Uh, okay, you go to the setting next to spells. Go to your far right, and where it says general options. If you go down to where you see ammo tracking, under ammo tracking and in between track hit dice per class, it show exhaustion. 
and you just switch that to on. It's in the same thing as the uh, NPC thing, shell global save modifiers, etc. Alright. I'm looking through that, that thing. Conference. Like is Antonov? It's My always nice having mind. competent DM slash players. <laughs> there we go. Okay, show exhaustion on, and now where do I change it, actually? It's going to be in core, under right. your hit dice and death saves. Zantanov, right, as you make go. your way towards the spider, I'm going to need a acrobatics check as you try and make your way. <laughs> the tunnels in the air shake with anxiety. Looking through the chaos, your eyes behold the great mechanical spider descending the walls of the Duros Chasm. A crowned Duragar sits on a throne of cables, flanked by a female Duragar in a dress of gold coins whispering into his ear as they oversee the burning of uncountable tomes carried up and out of the vertical walls of the slum on conveyor belts directly into the great furnaces that surround the entire city. Can I shoot at him? You try and line up a shot, but the belching cyclopean columns of smoke that rise up through the walls obscure the Deep King. This is their madness. This is the cause of their pain, a race with no past, no future, only allowed a short, bland presence of empty slavery with no religion, no science or teachers. All is labeled reactionary, heretical, with those not sent to the voluntary minds, thrown into the furnaces to be burned alive along with their books. All that the behest and direction of this, I was about to say man, this Duro, this Deep King. Go ahead and take a shot. Nope, oh, yep, 27, yep, yep, I'm assuming you have advantage. Is it dark? It's dark as hell in here. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Lucky, I'm about to pull some bullshit on you, I just hope you know that. I do that. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Let me read up on stuff so I don't do this without. All right. Does a fifteen hit? Mm-hmm. Need to flip to the back of the book and see if I. <laughs> Now he is at the back of chapter five. I'm aiming at the woman. You're aiming at who? The woman. You. I need to look up a stat block then, because he has an AC of 20, but his lady friend is now. <laughs> Of course, she has an AC of 15. Hmm. 
interesting. Where do you shoot her? Oh, I'm not done. Oh my. So uh, let me add on the uh, damage for that. So those are the first two with the added. That's five. Nine. Okay. And then I get to add. 22 hitter. 22 hits. Cool. 24. 24 hits. Let me add these up. So I got 14 19. plus 14. 28 plus 16. 19 hits. How many attacks do you have in a turn? It was just that many. 28 plus 16. It's only three after this. 44 plus 16. 60 damage. My goodness. Thump, 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 thump. Ah, uh, uh, my king were under attack. And immediately you see him step in front of his bride. She immediately goes down. She is on both knees, hands and knees, bleeding out. You see her image flicker for a moment, as if some demon form is being concealed by an illusion before she gains control, just barely, as she is hanging onto life by threads. Gotcha. You see a flurry of activity as the giant mechanical spider starts to rise up out of Duro territory and retreat back to the Overlake hold. Can I follow? <laughs> I'm going to say at this angle, because you were... God, that natural 20 put you in the perfect position to be able to attack. However, this deep cleft district does not allow you to give chase. In... I mean, I can stick to walls and stuff. Basically, spider climb. I understand, but this giant mechanical spider has essentially the same ability, only it's got, you know, 150-foot stride, so it's got a little bit of a movement advantage on you, so it's going to be uh, able to retreat just ahead of you. Does it have a shadow? Yes. <laughs> oh, dear, I didn't like that, Kiggle. Oh, no. <laughs> I can teleport into its shadow. Oh my gosh. As it retreats to the hold of the Deep King, you teleport into the shadow of the giant mechanical spider, bypassing all of the fortress's defenses as they try and retreat back within the hold. The rest of you see all this happen. Uh, Queen almost gets assassinated, and the retreat. So yeah. Up out of the retreat into the hold, you all are left about halfway towards the bottom of the cleft district. Zantanov is nowhere to be found. So what are the rest of you all doing as Zantanov has made uh, made some real good work on the <laughs> nobility of the Gragglestone here? Eat the rich. Nom, 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 nom. That's what she gets for flaunting her dress made of coin. It's a bit flamboyant, I agree. Is there any way to save any of the books that was set on fire? 
You start heading over to the conveyor belts and trying to remove them out of the direct stream into the giant furnaces. Go ahead and give me a strength check. All right, and I have disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, You think you're doing pretty good, and yeah, as soon as you get the conveyor belt moved off to the side, clunk, clunk, breaks and just falls right over the side and plummeting down into the bottom of the cleft district. Well, uh, I'm sure they'll be fine down at the bottom of that. Get uh, nothing to see here. I don't know who did that. All right, so. I'm not exactly sure. I guess let's try to help the townspeople some. Oh, huh? Very noble of you. I need subjects. <laughs> I only have two mushroom people. Oh, I need yeah. more. Um, is there anyone that we can see of in like immediate danger? Like anyone in stuck in a burning building or anything like that? That we can try to help? No one in immediate danger. It seems like everyone has calmed down to as much as Duros can calm down. You can tell there's still some tension, a bit of madness in the air, but things are returning to semi-normal for the Cleft District. Hmm. Just every time you say Cleft District, I'm reminded of freaking, what's his name? I mean, the guy who's like, oh, do you come to the Cloud District often? Oh, what am I saying? Of course you don't. Nazir. Nazir, that district often. Oh, who am I kidding? Of course you don't. <gasps> Every time he takes left district, just reminded of that guy. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So, I don't know much of the current situation that's happened. Like, I know it just happened, but I don't know who anyone is. They claim to be heroes. No one ever claimed that. Didn't he say we were, like, <laughs> the heroes? I... Not, not y'all. The guy on the spider. Y'all. No one has claimed that. To be honest, we barely know this place. We've been here, what, a day? Yeah, we're just trying to get out of the abyss. Yep. We just want to go home. The surface. Well, kind of the surface. I don't want to be in the Underdark, but, eh, you know. Right. Um, hmm. I am still a kobold. <laughs> that reminds me. Are you one of the dragon kobolds or one of those goblins? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a dragon rock kobold, yeah. I have wings. I'm not sure exactly what to be doing now. We can't follow the you spider. You could roll an insight can... check because technically, alive. maybe. I mean, again, you can follow the, the spider. That's it. It's got such a like stride. Yeah, it's got such a head start and faster speed. Mm. But maybe with nature checks, we could follow footprints of it. 
I mean, well, you saw where it was heading. You did. Yeah, but um, a general direction into the wilderness is just a general direction. <laughs> you did. I'm thinking it might be wise to stick together as a group and go after Zantanov and make sure that you guys are sticking together. You guys or make your way. Split the park. Make Wookie's job harder. You know no. he didn't have any plans. No. He's got no. the BS his way through whatever you guys do. Every teleport has so. been in so far, he has been like on the brink of death. You teleported, right? So you're like up with the spider? Yeah. And did at this we point, see Zantanov do that? Like, did we see him appear by the spider? <laughs> you did, you do, and you now see that this giant spider has almost arrived back at the hold of the Deep King. This huge spire that juts up from Gracklestug. The hold of the Deep King is a dark and foreboding edifice lodged between two great columns that rise up into thick clouds of smoke that conceal the cavern's ceiling. Giant basalt braziers fill the molten lava, bathe the palace facade in a hellish glow. The thick stone walls bristle with iron turrets and battlements, making it look spiky in the shadows. And it's in these shadows that you see a little furtive movement bouncing around in pursuit after its prey. And in that direction, you all hurry off. I have an idea. Alright. I believe I remember Zantanov talking about how they had a captured red dragon. So if we set that free, it might be a good way to ensure chaos to help us get into the tower. Or just a helpful ally in general. Refresh me on red dragons. Are they very trustworthy? No, not really. So there's a good chance it'll be hungry, eat the first people that let it out, and then proceed to eat more. Maybe. Well, either way, but I need to monster. I am a kobold, so generally <laughs> I can act as a servant. Well, I'm fully willing to do it, just, just in case the dragon dies and I get to take some organs and teeth. And claws and scales, so let's do it. Alright. So, uh, first we gotta we go, get there. Can Which, we get. Sorry, continue. I can fly, so I'll just fly us there. Right. Can, uh, once we get close, can we see any, like, uh, small cave openings near the bottom? Any other ways in besides, you know, the front gate? You don't. This is a hold and it's reinforced. This is obviously the most well secured and fortified position at all of Gracklestug. And we're not is, heading towards the hold we're heading or the keep spire place we're heading towards where the dragon is oh, oh you're heading to thumper chain use the fact that we have its child as leverage i feel like that's not leverage in some situations use it as leverage if he doesn't want his entire you know bloodline. what is it if he doesn't want his bloodline to die out which he won't he's very prideful thank you we'll see if it's required <laughs> As you guys change directions and start making your way back over to Thimberchud's hull, his lair, you look over and casting one backwards glance over towards the hold of the Deep King, you see disappearing into the shadows, trying to stealth not half as good as Antonov, but doing an alright job. You see one gelatinous cube, two octopi, an itch drop, stitch drop, a verb, 
It's like a manta ray demon, as well as one red dragon wormling. Oh, he hatched. Huh. Did I not do the hatching story? Damn it. I you did swore. not. How did ah. we hatch it? What did we sit it in? Who was sitting on it? I could have sworn I hatched him and then he imprinted both on you and Denthalore. Denthalore. No. So who's the mom and who's the dad in this situation? Yes. <laughs> I All don't right. want to be putting any labels on it. Uh, yes is a perfect response. <laughs> gotcha. Parent. Well, since Denthalore isn't here, I would like to claim child support. <laughs> Doing all the work here. You know, these dragons eat a lot. There's a lot of formula I gotta feed Honestly, this little guy. Like, where is his dad or mom or what it was? I am tired of doing all this work by myself. I'd like to take this to court. Time to pay up to ye old child support. Indeed. Oh, ye old Jerry Springer. <laughs> None of us are the fluffy. That's Mari. Grex and Voltaire. Rumble, rumble, quake. Quakes in the deep. Pounding hammers echo through the cavernous halls of Grackelstug. So, do we know where the dragon is at? Specifically. You're making your Not way into his lair currently. <laughs> Not exists. Yeah. All right. So, do you guys have a plan on how to free the dragon at all? Break the chains with my hands. Maybe we should try to speak to it first. See if we can, like, strike a deal. Oh, yeah, obviously. Voltaire, you would know, as you have been living in the Horlstone Caverns your whole life, that the Wormsmith of Grackelstug has free reign, or at least he thinks he does, throughout the city. He is the keeper of the fires to make sure that the city continues to function, firing the great furnaces with his breath. He is the heart that beats throughout the city. And as you make your way into Thimberchad's lair, led by Grex, the towers tremble with the roars of pain emanating from Thimberchad's workshop. Boom! Boom! As you crown the corner and these Duragar guards part ways, you see the fear in their eyes. They skitter into the shadows of the darkness, not really wanting to be of a burden or raise any of the heckles or the ire of the great dragon. Boom, boom, boom. And then you see movement as these great rams, one after the other, Beat enormous red-hot spikes into the massive animantine plates that sear and hiss as they adhere to the dragon's hide. Trembling and shaking, the whole cavern threatens to collapse on top of your heads as the entire ravine seems to rip apart as Thimberchud's involuntary shudders reverberate through the breaking stone. Speak! They're trying to beat him into submission. He addresses you all. 
He, he addresses both of you, but you can tell there are rivulets of bloody tears streaming down his face. He is trying to keep still as these augmentations are sizzled into his flesh. You have to shout to be heard over the pounding hammers and the hissing sizzle of the burning dragon flesh as the plates suction cup onto the mad dragon. <laughs> the smell makes you simultaneously woozy and hungry. Your senses swim. I'm going to need a perception check for my each of you, please. As he looks over you, the pool-sized pupils dilate into tiny, narrow dragon slits. Oh, wait, I have to roll again because I still have disadvantage. Oof. All right. Grex, All right. you can see him frantically looking around as if he's searching for something on your persons. And as you continue to look over the scene, you see that this dragon is army armoring himself. He is attaching adamantine plates directly onto his own body. Huge, giant claws extend from each of his fingertips, these massive metal gougers. Alright, I actually have experience in body augmentation, so this could come in handy. I want to speak to him like, Excuse me, why are you armoring yourself? I must be the most powerful, the strongest man ever. Ah, I see we have a common goal. You see, I've replaced my jaw with metal to be able to bite hard. And I have many more in mind. Perhaps we can help each other. I'm sure you being down here doesn't help you augment anymore. And I may be able to come up with ideas if you was to help us, if we set you free. Did you find it? Hello. Yes. Show me. Um, it's in the hold of the Deep King. Run. As you see at this, it starts to ripple out of its restraints. More put there as a scaffolding system to facilitate the augmentation of these giant metal plates onto its body. Mostly finished now, it rips away and through the mechanical additions. Still adhering onto his plate-like body, he makes his way up into the sky and out of his lair and starts to circle up into the city towards the Deep King's hold. You watch well, as you disappear, wreaking havoc throughout Gracklestug, ripping great gouts of fire, destroying several buildings as he lays waste to the city as he makes his way towards the Deep King's lair. 
Well, it's not quite how I expected that to go, but... <laughs> okay, most of that is the civilian's problem. We're not citizens there. Don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. If the dragon was to die, we could take those plates and make a hefty sum. Mm -hmm. So I say that we go and assist it, but not too much. Yeah. Let's go. Our main goal is to win, not to keep him alive. Fly after the dragon. You guys make your way over to the dragon, following the dragon's way of destruction. Mm hmm. Boy, Not this town to just got attacked by giant metal spiders. And then, like, just as they're starting to be okay, here comes a dragon. <laughs> well, let's yeah. uh, go ahead and delineate the difference there. So, this city operates through a bit of a cave. I don't want to call it a caste system, but there are slaves of the Duro. And that is just your average uh, oppression. That's your average repression methods. You know, you just keep lashing out and kicking them while they're down and making sure they're they're oppressed and that's how you do with the duro that's how the duro get done now Thimberchad, he doesn't know it but he is a long line of succession of dragons that are used to keep Gracklestug steamy keep it warm now whenever the dragons get a little too big like Thimberchad is more than past this point they usually turn the dragons over. Now, this wasn't able to get done because those rascally Duro cult managed to steal the successor, taking the dragon egg below the cleft districts into the Horlstone tunnels and secreting away, not allowing the natural cycle of Gracklestug to turn over and continue. Zantanov? That is I, yes. All right, I said so... your name too soon. I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to think <laughs> the music there. You arrive in the Deep King Hole. Lava pours down through cuts in the black basalt walls of the vast hall. The heat is oppressive and the air reeks of sulfur. As you creep through the shadows, tailing your quarry, thick black columns support the heavy ceiling. And at the far end of the hall stands an iron throne atop a polished obsidian dais. A crowned Durgar encased in an armor sits on the throne and next to him crouched, being nursed by her loyal and strong armored husband stands a royal concord, wearing a crown made of gold coins and a dress not sure how it's fashioned, but these are all gold coins falling around her hmm. is there anyone else besides those two? 
There's a bit of activity as they arrived on the throne room, almost being carried, half dragged. The queen is deposited into the throne room onto the ground, and a healer is hurriedly brought forward. You can see they're almost there within casting range. They're about to heal her up. All right. About how bad does she look? She looks like she's on the brink of death. All right. So I'm, I'm going to pull what's called the pro gamer move. Uh, oh, can I like, <laughs> can I try to hit her with one less shot and like run away or like stealth off? Just as the healer reaches out, the radiant energy flickering on their hands. Go ahead, take a shot. God damn it. <laughs> you know, this would have been, nah, there was no saving this, honestly. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna run off somewhere, you know? Is there some darkness or something? I don't know. It's all over the place. This place is glowing with an orange hue from the lava that circulates through it. Give me a stealth check with disadvantage. Ow. Ow. Although, you probably have advantage. Nah. Straight roll, 17... See if the Deep King sees you. I should try to shoot one of the healers. Thorough, farm out. We have an assassin in our midst. Check the shadows. Does not see you. And as the commotion, the flurry of activity rumbles around you, the giant stone doors begin to close behind them. All right, can I try another thing? Absolutely. And at this point, the rest of the party is running up through the closing doors. I'm going to say Grex and Voltaire, how do you try and jump in? through these closing doors as they are rapidly uh, shutting in front of you. What's Um, the dragon doing? Circling overhead, you can tell he's trying to gnaw away through the giant basalt walls. Not making a lot of progress. He's going to get in eventually, though. One day. I'll, like, come bailing between the doors with, like, a power slide. Athletics check. I'm just gonna use my thin frame to just kind of, like, fold my wings in and just fly through. Tuck and roll. Yep, yeah, you make it through. Alright. Yeah, exhaustion doesn't go away until you take a long rest. There's athletics. There it is. So you get your cloak stuck in the door as it closes, but you do get within the hold. Alright, I'll just shrug the cloak off. Let it be stuck there for now. And as soon as you shrug the cloak off, you hear the door behind you shudder. Thembershuts tried to get in through the door. 
Zantanov, what is this pro gamer shit you're doing here? Do oh, you remember the little occupied that I have? I sure do. Alright. Does this woman look so hurt, so close to death, that she would die if an octopus bit her? Is it a blue ring octopus? <laughs> I, he didn't tell me what type of octopi they were. It is now. That is so cool. Octopus assassins. Yeah. <laughs> Can I send the little dudes after her? You pick up your hand and then motioning left and right, you send the uh, assassins off flanking directions. Oh yeah, they move pretty fast too. Have you ever seen the octopus and you know, get triapsing across the beach? I have not. seen an octopus such a child. Oh yeah, they move pretty fast though. I mean, if you have eight legs, you should move pretty fast. Oh, yeah. You ever seen an octopus form its limbs into a gun? <laughs> In Hunter x Hunter, yes. That, that, yeah, was the reference here. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully they'll, they'll kill her. It's so cool. So go ahead and describe how your octopi attack. Alright, so they squeeze up under the door where they get up to where her legs are. And she, she's not feeling it. She's only feeling the pain of having been, you know, impaled by four different arrows. So as the healers are trying to heal her up, they slowly make their way up her leg to like where her thighs are and, you know, try to anchor where they would probably know an artery. They assume there to be an artery there, but they've only heard myths of such a thing. But, you know, and they're gonna bite down on both thighs. Give me two attack rolls. Alright, uh, it's gonna be a regular d20. I don't think I have modifiers. Hey, 16 hits. That's my boy. Oh, my boy. <laughs> so, one of the octopus, seeing that it can't quite get through all the gold the gold coin armor lifts up her skirt and the other one goes in for the kill going for that femoral oh. artery give me I wonder what it tell you what roll a d10 my boy wow, what a hit with six hit points left you see her fear in her eyes no get back you Octopus, no! You see her Duragar form flicker as these horns grow out of her forehead, and a very sexy succubus form is shimmering through, and like a spell breaking the Duragar surrounding her, the Deep King himself stagger back. Oh, this isn't my wife! Where's my wife? <laughs> Yeah! What are you done with my wife? Guards! Get her! And immediately you are surrounded. Did my office high dudes know to back off and make their way back? Naturally, they somersault doing this awesome, like, helicopter through the air, making their way back to the party as you guys are surrounded. Mm -hmm. 
So, what caused the doors to close? You look over and there's an elaborate pulley system with huge counterweights that are trying to hold against the red dragon's assault. I'm just going to take my sword and cut them. And you see the massive granite doors begin to open as hup, 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 dropping their invisibility, a group of enlarged Durgar circle around you, twirling their weapons in flamboyant pink and red accoutrements at the shrill. Ah, yeah. At the shrill or sharp whistle, they stop and face you. A smartly member, a dressed member, swaggers forward, displaying their arm badge, showing two hands, grasping a flame. I am Gravel Kemshwale, and I have been informed that ye possess the sacred charge of the Keepers of the Flame, and I demand you hand over the dragon egg at once. A giant dragon now pushes itself through the doors, forcing them ever surely open. We are the Deep King's right hand that guides the flame of Krakostug and secures the future for the Durgar. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just... about to become dragon food, and I'm going to fly up and out of the way of any dragon fire that might suddenly come through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tuck the wormling. I thought the wormling wasn't with us with me mm-hmm. oh i thought it was hiding somewhere with me hiding. yep in the shadows and you look over and emerging from the shadows you see the red dragon worm lane a couple of octopi and a gelatinous cube all all hanging out oh and also there's a what was that uh giant treasure eater crimson split jaw yeah there's an enormous crimson split jaw in the shadows somehow it's concealing itself as well I was going to tell him that the egg is broken because <laughs> technically it's not a lie if the, if it hatched. Oh yeah, the egg's broken. But if he can see the dragon <laughs> over there. Again, I'm hiding the dragon. <laughs> I'm just going to tuck it away into a couple of my t- tentacles. Cut, cut a lampshade on its head. <laughs> Would you mind rolling a stealth check for the baby red wormling? Do I use my stealth since I'm hiding it, or does it have its own stat block? You're making a good argument for using Wait, your stealth. Can I slide a hand for it then, if I'm hiding it? Slide a hand, very good. God damn it! I think you should let me do that. You step in front of him, and the playful red dragon is like. Scampering between your legs, looking up at you. God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> hey, look, he's right there. Uh, he's right there, he is. Uh, get him. The dogs of the dead dragon walking carry no way. Surround the successor and become fixtures in the dragon's pedestal. At this point... I'm going to need y'all to roll initiative. Yeah. That's not the story I was looking for. Damn it, where'd it go? Damn you, notes. All right, let me 
Okay, no. I don't have to roll disadvantage on initiative. What size is the red dragon wormling? Well, he was just in an egg. He's probably about your size. Yeah, I think they're medium creatures. I think. Okay, so... Uh, okay, maybe we should put the dragon in the cage. He's not small. Well, they said it was my size. I'm three foot and I'm considered small. It's still a dragon. It's, it's pretty big. <laughs> Alright, I was thinking for safety. If I... You don't... Uh, huh? If I put him in the cage, I would've. You don't know how tempted I was to make Voltaire 3 foot 12. Mm. I mean, yeah. Hmm. I feel like killing him. Alright, I'm setting up the map. I'm sorry. One moment, please. Music's Take really loud. Oh wait, that dragon had a plus two to stealth. Why didn't I just roll his stealth? Yeah, wormlings are medium creatures. Uh, darn. So things bigger than I am. Mm -hmm. I can ride it into battle. <laughs> I'm looking over my spells and whatnot. Oh hey, um, I can give y'all bardic inspiration. Hey, bard. But I also got something else now. I got Bull's Insight. I don't know what that is. Why haven't you been seducing and stuff like real bards? My bard is after lore. Oh, you're one of those. Yes. Then why aren't you a lore bard? Because it's not only lore, it's more of just knowledge to better myself. I'm not obsessed with history, I'm obsessed with body augmentation. Fair enough. That's why I have the idea for the jetpack I've sketched up in real life. By all means, it should not work with weight, but the mechanics of it is, is correct. I know that much. I also need to find a beholder, I need to find an elder brain. I need to find a lot of creatures that will kill us. I mean, that's no problem. Do you have? I'm gonna get some of your tentacles to make myself extra arms. Oh my gosh! Look at the cube. <laughs> I was so happy about that gelatinous cube. <laughs> oh, look Is this at the right map. Yes. So this is old, not in the forge. You're correct. This, this, this is. Right, that... You're correct. This is Thember Chad's lair that I use, but we're gonna reuse it for the uh, for the uh, the hold of the Deep King. I'm sorry. Do you have baby dragon token? I don't. I'll, I'll make a note. I'll make one. I'll get one. Roger, break the big dragon's token. I love how his neck small. is so fucking <laughs> chunky. <laughs> Dude, we got Dwayne the Rock Johnson's neck over here. And then we got a sleeping gift dragon in the bottom. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I was wondering about that, but I wasn't going to say anything. We got two. <laughs> These guys are going to surround you. What guys? 
Those guys. They're large right now, right? Those guys. They are enlarged. I mean, how long is that going to last, though? It lasts an hour or a minute. I can't remember. How long? Did About it take five to minutes. Kill us? Five minutes. Uh, well, so I did. Yeah, it's a while. But that's, you know, really, I mean, if I'm being honest, about 30 seconds. <laughs> At this point. Die. The they snout. have been enlarged for a minute. Good, good, good. At this point, the snout of the dragon, Thumberchod, trying to worm his way through the giant granite doors, retreat. He flies back up into the air. Launching fire down into the city below in devastation while circling, gaining speed and momentum, ready to mash into the giant wall like a wrecking ball. <laughs> Crashing through, the giant doors burst open, wreaking devastation from above. Themrachad descends on the few remaining stone guard, fleeing through the great metal gate, devouring, incinerating denizens of the dragon snaps swallowing them whole, gurgitating them in fiery skeletons. The Duragar screech and stretch, flattened before him, his head through the gate. Suddenly, the stone guard lining the top of the gate warded through. Drop chains. Their invisibility released two enormous syringes dropped down, smashing into Themberchot's neck with a great thud, pinning him down into the ground, causing Gracklestoke to tremble and shake with the terror of the dragon. Further struggling, cranking, rends through the earth as the dark dwarves tip two massive crucibles, spilling molten gold through the gate, funneling down into Themberchot's restrained form. A roar of agony causes you all to crouch, flinching involuntarily as the ground itself liquefies momentarily as the dragon's death throw shake the entire city. Slowly, over several terrible minutes, the screeching of metal against stone, the groaning earth, fall silent. As you look on, the Hall of the Dragons, Thumberchud's taken his golden, solidified form is put on wheels and hauled towards the very end. You look around and see other similar golden statues. And to the very end, the largest of all the dragons, Themberchud, mm -hmm. is placed next to the Deep King, the greatest of any of them. Mm. Well, there goes that back up. Yeah. I mean, if we don't die, we get a cool statue. Mm. Oh, you're into home decor? I'm honestly surprised that it hardened that fast. Gold normally doesn't. 
I'm yeah, not a metallurgist. Actually, gold does cool pretty quickly. Gold only needs to be about 2,000 degrees. It's a very soft metal. Mm. Thanks. I am a metallurgist. Well, kind of. Perfect. You're hired. Yeah. I've gotten really into blacksmithing in the last couple of years. Hell yeah. I want to get into welding. I thought that I'd keep trash at it. You'd be good at it. I love the welding videos. Oh man, those are some cool videos. See, I welders thought also make a lot of money. Well, welders are expensive. Mm -hmm. Like just whether it's gas or electric, it doesn't matter. It's expensive. All yeah. I need is a blowtorch and a hammer. <laughs> Wait, Wookie, what do you do? Initiative. Oh, rolling of initiative. Okay. It's all right. It's okay. It's, the, it's, okay. Uh, it's okay, we're just fighting. What? It's okay. Deep King gonna fight us too. Naturally. Why didn't you just... Because it's Wookie. Why didn't you just do that? You would have had four d I rolled one d20 for the four Duragar, but there's some other people in play that you don't know about. I, I know, but you could have still did the, the four d20 and looked at the, the thing. That would mean typing, and I only can copy It does. It. You go over to that little dice icon on the far left part of your screen. It's right under the measuring tool and above the help. You go over, you have a row over it, and next to the d20 roll, if you go forward enough, you'll see the four. And if you press the four, then it rolls four. Pretty, very self-explanatory. I believe you're talking to a scrub. Goddamn. Wookie, I'm trying to help you become a better DM. I actually know what you're talking about, and I, I can't. That would mean competence. Oh my god! <laughs> it's if you don't use the turn order. And as we get into this tonight's combat, that's not the combat I wanted to run, Denthalor. We're gonna take mm -hmm. a five-minute break. Oh, this gives me time to eat a pop tart. Gives me time to run and get a drink. I'll be right back.
fucking bad. As far as like anything with metal in this game needs to go, I know the melting point of almost every metal. Mm. Oh, did you know you can melt table salt into a blade? <laughs> I uh, did actually. What? And I did actually know that. Bad blade, but still, if you was to stab someone with table salt, <laughs> meaning to putting salt in the wound. I just imagine how bad that would hurt. Probably a lot. I originally didn't get into blacksmithing, I originally just melted down and casted metal instead of forged it. And I watched my friend try to. Uh, melt aluminum with me one day with open-toed shoes on. Oh. And he was laughing about the fact that he's got open-toed shoes on and wasn't getting hurt. And to me, his brother was like, "You're a dumbass. You're gonna be. You're gonna wear a boot in a minute if you don't stop." So he goes to pour uh, a mold of a batarang and gets one drop between his toes. Doesn't even blister. Just straight cauterized it and melted through his sandal. He got so lucky. It was just yeah. a drop. So, do you guys got a game plan for this fight at all? Uh, right, right now, my main no. plan is to cast sleep. We, we don't plan. Yeah. Win, we win, 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 win. But if win, you win. must know, I planned on utilizing the gelatinous cube to one by one pick off the enemies if possible by using the engulf part that the thing has. I don't know what size those creatures are, but if they're medium, he can get them all in a couple of minutes, I suppose. He can only move 15 feet. Uh, if that doesn't work, just gonna use him to grab one and probably shoot the one closest to him, get that one, you know, prone so it can be easier for the cube to engulf and just keep going from there. So, how big is the cube? It's a large creature. So hear me out here, we cut it in half. Can we do that? Hey, I don't know about this plant. Yo, Gobagool is... I don't know about that. Gobagool. Goddamn his name. Uh, so in the lore. Did you forget already? <laughs> I forgot. It's only been a week. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I don't have good memory. <laughs> Come on, nobody forgets about Glabagool. Come on, what are you talking about? <laughs> you forget about me? Hey, forget about it. Oh, no. Forget about it. Can we split the cube? Will it still be as effective? It wouldn't be as effective. It would be half the size. I believe you mean you're trying to clean the cube. Oy, oh. Hmm. Is are you still bipolar? A little bit, <laughs> yo. Sometimes. What? Who said that? <laughs> I know. In the lore, the cubes once they get so big, they'll split, and they mm -hmm. become two cubes. Which you can also just cut them and make two cubes. Really? But then, yeah. If they if they find each other later, since they just eat everything in sight with no real brain function, they'll just consume the other half back and be just as large, if not bigger. Oh. Meta. So, 
What if we take this cube and we cut it into a bunch of tiny ones, and then we feed it? I really then, feel like you're treating me like an object over here. Don't you not have any higher brain function? And I didn't before. I do now. Right, oh no, gotta... no, no! We can't. We can't do that to this one. It's it's apparently sentient it's because it's some. It's only sentient till the first cut. Whoa, whoa, hey, come on now. Let's be nice to the cube over here. You, you barely even met Global Goo, and you're already trying to, you know, <laughs> cut him in half. Right, who is this to guy? Him. I'm trying to spread him. I believe see, this guy over here. Once both halves get to, get to be big enough to be sentient again, you got two Global Ghouls. Are you right? What are we going to get, though? Uh, well, there's, there's, a, there's about to be four bodies in this room. All right. It's only one Globagool. All right, Grex, you're up. Oh. Hmm. Well, because I believe the Echo was dead prior, I will use my bonus action to create the new one. So, uh, because I decided to change feats a little bit, um, I'm holding Frostbrand in one hand and a normal longsword in the other because I don't have two magic swords, and then the Echo is just holding Frostbrand in two hands because the Echo cannot do more than one attack, so it doesn't. No point for it to do it. Unfortunately, I can only make one attack this turn, because I already used my bonus action, but still. Now, that would be an advantage because I flanked with my echo. 27 hit. 27 hits. 25 hits. Oh, wait. Oh, yep. Mm, yeah. Advantage. Sorry. Yeah. 15 points of damage. 12 slashing, 3 cold. It is magic. Got the damage. And then, the Echo, 19. 19 hits. Be six slashing, two cold. That's going to finish him off. All right, that is my turn. Well played, Sir Zantanov. All right, uh... Who died? This one in the bottom right-hand corner is now toast. Oh, so things don't have much health, do they? Durgar, do not. Uh... Are they after the Wormling? They do seem to have a priority of trying to secure the Red Dragon Wormling while disposing of yourselves. Alright. Sorry, continue. I'm gonna prioritize the Wormling for a sec. And uh, I'm gonna cast Greater Invisibility on it. Goes up, nuzzles you a little bit, and you can tell he's still there, but now he is... Uh, do... Do Red Dragons have... I guess they would have a gender. I don't know which one. Anyway, 
Yeah, this uh, this uh, this dragonborn lane is now invisible. Oh. Uh, that that's my turn. Understood. You protected, invisible, and now the Durga are looking around. Where to go? Find it. You can't hide it forever. Quick. Knock on the you know, be topless octopus light so we can Wait, find no. it. <laughs> we gotta make him lose concentration. Quick, get him. No. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was here. Hello. I don't know how you got into the Underdark, but hello. <laughs> Where did that guy's stat block go? Here we go. Oh, God. I'm just gonna go right one, two, three, four, five. Wow, that's very far away. He's gonna use his turn. You're going to see the Deep King reach over and pull a lever. And released from one of the cages on the ceiling, you see raining down a bunch of troll parts along with a disgusting mutated beast. Y'all see a dire troll leap down into your midst. Oh, good. I need troll parts. Oh, God. That's Perfect. the first thing you say. Yeah. <laughs> I need troll parts. It's Voltaire. Yeah. Most people would be like, oh, no, a dire troll. Voltaire's like, all right, a dire troll. Yeah, that's that's not concerning at all. Well, you see, the trolls have regenerative properties, so if we could just keep enough of it alive, food source tissue to test things like that are trolls supposed to look like goblins I think large yes. goblins huge that goblins like goblin green skin huh uh, no the facial features the uh, attire the skin yes but the overall you know it just looks like a goblin like Another goblin barbaric. slayer goblin. Would trolls uh, be a viable food source since like the regenerative properties, if they're activated too fast, can become cancerous? Uh, mm. uh, Damn you, goblin slayer! Eat humanoids. Cause I know, like issues, disease stuff. Also, yeah, diseases. <laughs> I think it's probably pretty disease-ridden. Oh yeah, not because it's morally wrong, but because it's diseased. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Voltaire? They're both. Um, right. Voltaire doesn't seem like he has many morals. No. No morals, just knowledge. <laughs> All knowledge, um. no morals. <laughs> You're a very All great right. American. So, there, there's one of two things happening. Either they've captured this troll and they've got it trained to fight for them, or they've captured this troll and they're just hoping it doesn't kill them too. Does so, it really matter? 
It does, because if we can just direct the troll towards them, then it might be able to help us in the fight. But I'm going to cast Sleep. How far away is the troll from the king? Got about 20 feet. Oh, 20 feet? a handy-dandy measuring tool. Loki never uses that. I know where that is. It's this one. Sure you do. Oh, look at that. Not Loki. Right. Now, he did now, it first, though. That I number with the, <laughs> it's got a squiggly and then a zero behind. Oh, I can't. Never mind. Oh. Okay, so about twenty feet. Said, that's great because sleep only affects creatures within twenty feet when I choose. Mm. So I'm more aiming for the king than the troll, but I'm gonna try to hit between them. It's a twenty foot cube, right? Uh, I don't think it's just a radius, like a circle. Yeah, so we got circles. Oh, that's not a big circle. We got circles. What? If I have to choose between the, the troll or the king, I'm aiming for the king. Don't write a daddy, go ahead. It's going to be a choice right. between the king and the troll, so you aim for the king. All right. There's no way I can't knock this man out with five d8s. Hmm. Roll high. Okay. So, what is the roll command? Roll slash r and then five d8. Slash r space five d8. Thing just underneath the measuring tool. Wait, yeah. that was already pointed out. Hold on. You can't actually ask someone to learn from something that happened previously in the game. That would be unreasonable. You there could do the thing over there. Okay, two nat ones. That's that that's not the that's not the worst things I could have rolled on those dice, surely. It could have been three. <laughs> you did get I an eight. lower than one. I don't know, I can't read. But no, that's pretty bad. So, how much health does the king have compared to that? I just, gotta, <laughs> I just gotta get over his hit points. You see cloudy eyes for a moment, obscure this man, and then... You're not gonna get me that easily there. And he continues to stride forward, twirling his hammer around and around. I should have cast it out of level 3 instead of level 1. I mean, he is kind of a big boss. Yeah, but if I cast at level 3, I would have rolled 4 more d8s. You probably would have got it. Who knows? Who knows? Alright, uh, I guess I'm just going to take a charge towards the king. Just run at him. Oh. Yeah, it was not like... going here. Well, huh? Troll's going to get an attack of opportunity. What is your I movement mean, speed? He's standing behind me now. My movement speed is 25, I believe. Yeah, 25. I just want to get close to the king. The troll's going to get an attack on me either way. It's going to get you right there. It will provoke an opportunity attack. Here comes Voltaire one shot. Good. <laughs> Good. Say that is a 19 to hit. 
Uh, that hits. That, that hits and then some. Mm. Go ahead, roll. Level six, you should have a good amount of HP, right? <laughs> oh, I forgot to roll for the extra health. What is it? I have 33 right now. I, I doubt the extra roll will help, but... Oof. That's going to be 14 damage from the Dire Troll. You'll be fine. I mean, it, 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 that's a little less than half. It's better than the first fight, let me tell mm. you. Okay, Lars. so I'll mark that down. It's going to be at the Durgar's turn. Uh, Hang on. Did Xantanov, did you never take your turn? Or did I never say you take your turn? I turned the dragon invisible. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just making sure everyone took their turn. I usually forget someone. That was just the only one who's dead. Why are you rolling there, Voltaire? I forget. That, that was uh, how much I add on to my hit points. I should be really it's that plus three. So I'm, are I'm you down sure to 25 it's a health right part? now. Or are you a wizard? Yeah. Hit dice, d6. Oh, wait. No, it's an 8. Okay. I was going to say, only wizards and sorcerers have a d6. I saw hit dice, and the total said 6, and ah. my dumbass saw that, and was like, ah, oh, yes, d6. <laughs> that's the only thing it could be. Alright, that's better. And that's 8 more hit points, which gives you 41, right? Puts you at 26 current HP. Yes, 41. I was confident in the numbers, but you said it, and I was like, huh. Is that right? <laughs> okay, so 27 now, since it went up two. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Durgar's <laughs> gonna take swab at you, Zandanov? Oh, no. Oh, oh. Oh no, indeed. I do not believe that is going to hit. Wait for it. Uh, he's going to stab you with his thing. It's a plus six to hit. Eleven. No. Grex does a 17 hit. Yeah. Meets my AC. Gitch. Gitch. Wow, two sixes. Ah. Hold on, I want to roll physical dice. Three and a two, that's five. Plus four. It's going to be nine total damage. No, not going to use the 12. <laughs> uh, nah, I like rolling physical dice. I, got, I brought all my physical dice out today, so I'm going to use them because I got the rainbow dice and I got the, die, the purple die that... Dark God bought me the other week for Christmas. Right. So how much damage? Nine total. All right. And then Voltaire. Yes. Ooh, uh, that that's a spicy one coming in for you. It does a twenty-five hit you? Just barely. I'm gonna give you a little poke with his javelin. It's only over double my armor class. Oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> 12 more poke. damage Voltaire's fine It's fine It's fine It's fine, it's fine. 
fine. He says holding a gushing wound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I rolled Voltaire, I put 16 in Constitution just so I wouldn't be a glass cannon. And boy, if I'm not about to die every single time. You have a 16 in Constitution on 41 HP. I'm not rolling good. Apparently. I have 60 HP. I'm gonna have a d10, but... And an 18 constitution. So I guess it's a little different. Hmm. Well, that is gonna be the Dire Troll's turn. Hmm. How about you, you beast? <sighs> And then he's gonna crouch low like Tarzan. You see these long claws extend as he begins to spin around. And he is going to do Whirlwind of Claws. Oh. I need you all to make dexterity saving throws, please. Oh, yay. Actually, I'm uh, What's the reach? I believe it's Much. 10 feet. Does it say? Yeah, reach 10 feet for the clouds. Cool. So. You're just out of range? Oh, the echo's just out of range. The echo's just out of range. Oh, no. Zantanov is the only one that saves, as the rest of you are rended in a tornado of fishy clouds. Well, that's kind of Now I got. 8d10 ready. I'm just gonna go ahead and roll those. Here goes Voltaire. Oh wait, I gotta roll for the... Oh no! Oh yeah, let's see if you lose concentration. Oh no, I, I made my deck save. Did oh. the Dwergar also get hit? Ooh, good point. I guess they wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to get out of there. Yeah, they're all close enough. Seven to five or fail the seventeen. Wow, am I hallucinating? I thought that was an eighteen. That was an eighteen. These guys have a plus one to their deck, so one will save, but the other two will fail. I think only two of them are in range. Just this one on this one and this one. This one's in range as well. It's close enough. I don't measure from the enemies getting hit. <laughs> oh god, there's a ten. There's a nine. Oh, oh, oh dear. Twenty-four. Is it a huge creature? I believe he is. He is a huge creature, correct. Okay, so the echo would actually probably be in range. We're gonna have a lot of things sized properly. This is supposed to be a gargantuan creature. Ah, 
slash be four squares. Yes. So it's going to be 48 damage halved for those, uh, for Xantanoff, down to 24, but for the rest of you, 48. Perfect. 48? 4 8. Oof. Okay. Ripping through Ow. you like a trailer park through Kansas or like an Amazon war warehouse through Illinois. Oh, well, uh, well, I was on 15. Um, Voltaire is down. Okay. Well, you're not outright dead, thankfully. Can I crawl into the cage? <laughs> <laughs> Quickly throw the cage on me. <laughs> Can I do that? On your turn, maybe. Stuff a gnome in the cage. <laughs> you're going to be okay. It's like a Pokemon. <laughs> Voltaire, return! He's, he's fainted. <laughs> Gotta he didn't do a poke yet. This is not good. No, just, like, just fling the cage up in the air towards me, and I'll try my best to be under it, but also try to land it on me. With, <laughs> like, the opening down. You, yeah, if that hits you, you're gonna take more damage and you lose a save. Not as long as the opening is downward. You don't know if I can throw that well. I, mean, I you know I'm at the maneuver around the, the dire troll's range and then put him in. Like I can send a squid uh, octopus over there with the cage. All You'll right. be to die. I'm allowed. Yeah, I'll just it's hand it off to them too. Yeah. Uh, whose turn is it? Dire troll just went. It's back to you, Grace. Uh, yeah, to oh, you. Okay. Um. First things first. I am going to use my bonus action to second wind. <laughs> Cause ow. Mm -hmm. Seven plus four. No, it's plus fire level, right? Yeah, it's plus six, so sixteen HP back. Puts me to 19. And then I am going to... I'm gonna have my echo move here. I already used my bonus action. Oh no. Um... Well, still on either side of it. I am going to attack the Dwergar to the south of me. Give him a slap. 17. 17 hits. Uh, 10 points of damage. And then... Oh, I have extra attack. I'm sorry, that one's already dead. These two are both dead. Or, I'm sorry, they're both down. So you can attack their downed form if you'd like. Oh, he's not dead, dead. <laughs> Correct. They haven't just been outright slaughtered by this dire troll. However, the collateral damage has made both of these go down, and they are on death for uh, saving throws. This uh, Durgar up here in the left corner is the only one still standing, and he's quite hurt. Okay. 
take yeah, it. Down. I'll just stab him. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So that's gonna hit seventeen, then ten damage. All right, he's barely still on his feet. Auto crit two. Oh wow! Okay, you're gonna auto crit him. Well, if it's unconscious, it's an automatic crit. I just wanted to make sure you're attacking the one that was down. Yeah, I'm getting him out of my way. Well, I guess oh. it'd be. Yeah. Oh my vicious! All right, you leaving no loose ends. So let the ice seep in for a little bit before I pull it back out. Um, and then, um, Tire Troll has, probably has a lot of health. Yeah, I'll take my extra attack against the Dire Troll. Alright. 15? 15 hits. Oh, yeah, definitely hits. 9 slash and 5 cold. I've got it. Coming to you, Zantanov, if that's so all for your turn. Unleash Incarnation to have my Echo attack the king. I'm sorry, of course. Yeah, Echo attacks the king. All right. 11. 11 misses. Yeah, I figured. All right. So, uh, gonna hand the cage off to the octopi. Let them barrel over there towards uh, the downed. Right here. What Understood. we need to do is make you some, like, circular rings about the size of the octopus so you can frisbee them <laughs> to get a better that... distance. If only I could throw better. So you're going to have to wait till I walk over there. I'm just thinking for later on since you use them so much now as assassins. Oh, well, it's only one time. So far. So far. <laughs> You act like it's not effective. The Squid Assassin Agency. <laughs> but, uh, can I get over there in time to put him in the... Because I'm going to need him to be put away for what I'm about to do. I'll say it's a free action. The Octopus Squad is sent over with the cage and they're able to scoop him up. No problem. Alright, uh, I'm going to utilize the uh, band of animals that I've acquired for once. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this this guy. He has a move called Slam. It's multi target. Hell yeah. So, uh let me just grab the uh the drawing tool. Is that exactly? Crimson Split. Alright. How do you acquire this? Well, isn't that a story for another time? <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I'll go back and watch the videos later. I've been meaning to do that. 16 is going to hit the troll? I think it was the second or third episode. Alright. So... Does it hit up those people? That's the entire attack, but um, 
a moment. Once he gets over there, after knocking that off. Okay, so the troll is gonna take 3d6 plus 7. That's 3d8 plus 7. One moment. Oh, wow. Uh, does a 16 hit that other guy who's standing here? It does indeed. He's also taking that damage. Then... This guy is on the ground. Does a 16 hit him? That will go ahead and auto-crit him. He has lost, he has lost two right. death-saving throws. The this 16 didn't hit this guy, right? The Deep King, you watch as the Crimson Split Jaw runs right up to him, and he seems like he's just going to bowl right through him and then bounces off his All dwarven right. armor reverberating with a hum. I need a DC 14 from him. Goodness. DC 14 what? Saves. Uh, it's a dex. Roll All the right. 15. You won't fall prone, but you're still taking 25 damage. Whoa, 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 hold on. You didn't meet his AC. Oh, because that wasn't part of the original attack. He used the rest of whatever movement he had left over to just barrel towards you. And this is to make sure you don't fall over. Explain that. Explain the Crimson Switch guy. It's a trampling attack. He just does damage just by rolling yeah. over people. Why? Yeah. Hubble Woo? Silly. Do they take half damage if they pass? No, on a failed roll, take 3d8 plus 7 bludgeoning damage and fall prone. Uh, on a success, take. Oh, no, they take half. It's just worded weird. On success, take half of the 3d7 damage and don't fall prone. Oh, so yeah, you're not taking that full 25. All right, I'll take the 12. That sounds more reasonable. It shouldn't be. <laughs> also, can you move this guy kind of over here now? But of course. I just want to say, Voltaire is just in this cage looking at the, at the Deep King and just sees him get barreled down by this beast. Yeah. All right, for my thing, aside from the uh, Blitjaw, is the troll a threat? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Considering it did almost the entirety of my health in one attack. It <laughs> did more than my health Everyone's in one attack. As my result. max is 41. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh. Can, I off, can I suggest a course of action for the troll? Indeed you can. The slime. It's, it's acidic damage. Well, I mean, it's bigger than the slime. He can't really do anything to it. Mm -hmm. they, they have pseudopods. They can smack things. For oh, yeah. He, I guess you could smack it. The troll can heal everything except fire and acid. Yep. Well, would I know this? What do you mean? Well, my character would know this because I study the monsters. Which is why, like, I've studied them in the actual book monsters so much that I want to make a character based on that. That's would why you have this. So you would have shared this information. I thought I did, honestly. I was like, oh, see, because I said I wanted the troll because they regenerate so much. Yeah. Oh, but you shared that the slime would yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Acid damage cancels regeneration. Yes. All right. Let me read well, this. I'm having trouble. The troll regains 10 hit points at the start of its turn. If the troll takes acid or fire damage, it regains only 5 hit points at the start of its next turn. The troll dies only if it's hit by an attack that deals 10 or more acid or fire damage, while the troll has 0 hit points. Wowee. So if we can keep it at zero without killing it, I can get, I can get enough living tissue to regenerate. Maybe. Just cut off arms and legs. Okay, can I use the cube? Glean the cube, dude. Do it. All right. Do it. Twenty-three. Well rolled. That it's. Strike him down. (laughs) Thirteen acid. (laughs) Got it. <laughs> Do it. You will become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> it is your destiny. But yeah, once he gets the uh, the damage on troll. I'm going to do my thing, I suppose. I don't have acid damage. Do what you're gonna do. Is it dark? Now that you've done acid damage, it will prevent half of the regeneration. As long as it gets done, you don't need to have it all be acid damage. It's not like he has any kind of damage resistances. Hmm. It's just a function of his regeneration. It is dark, yes. I don't like light. Let me see if I get true. I want to do the gelatinous cubes voice as fresh cut grass, like, but with a with a New York accent, accent like, uh, well, smiley day, everyone. That's that's weird. All right, do those hit? The whole point of Fresh Cut Grass is that he's kind of southern. Uh, I'm really struggling to combine those. Uh, 26 will hit, and 17 will hit as well. Both hit. Smiley day to you. Yeah, that's hard. that is a hard mix. Cause southern it's New Yorker. Day. Oh, what a wonderful day. Because New Yorkers just a pretty glower folk in general. <laughs> All right. 19. Good luck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got the damage. 33. 33 uh, total? Some... Oh, I missed that. Shoot, thank you. Okay, I've got the damage. All right, that, that's it. I don't know what the manta ray does. It's He's... <laughs> I've got him right here. The vampiric extrajectital... 16 armor class 44. It looks like he's got a barbed tail attack. Is it assy? It is piercing damage. Oh. Ass. It. <laughs> it's right. better than no damage. Yeah, I'll, I'll let him do his thing. He hasn't been used since I picked him up. Demon. The ride. Yeah. Flap, flap, flies in for an attack. Go ahead and roll, and it's going to be a plus six to hit. 
Oh, he has a plus six, does he? He does. You gonna make him a bunch of character sheets for all your creatures again? <laughs> I won't bother. Oh, an unnatural 20. Good, that's gonna hit. This will be a 1d10 plus 4. Got it. He did his best. Every little bit helps. Deep King is going to look up at this giant crimson split jaw. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it flies, by the way. It that thing can fly? It yeah, that's sure what comes from. Ah. Okay. Glad it's on our side. Right? Isn't it cute? Sure. <laughs> As you say, sure, he has all these little tiny inch-long pseudopods along his neck wiggle and wave like a cascade through his body. Clearly enjoyed being called cute by you. <laughs> Well, turns back to the deep moving. It's actually supposed to be more, you know, chaotic. Um, it eats anything it can find. It also eats, like, treasure. Ah, that's not bad for us. Yes. I'm gonna go ahead and pull out a superior healing potion. Glug, 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 glug. Wait, they're allowed to do that? <laughs> That's only a bonus action. <laughs> Not only that, when did DMPCs become able to heal? You're not supposed to be able to use health potions. <laughs> when the party came with nine different beasts. Look, we're the main characters. They're not supposed to be able to use healing potions and shit. They're the main characters of their own story. I believe well, I've been called out on this before. <laughs> Shit, I gotta remember, I can't do this. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and heal, it won't matter. Lucky I didn't assassinate you right off the bat like your incubus wife. I love how y'all's characters are like, yeah, go ahead, we'll let you heal. They're gonna change the fight. Voltaire's actively bleeding to death from a paper cut. Oh, oh, dang. <laughs> you want some heals, bro? I'm in the cage right now. I don't even know what's happening to all yep. of you. But like, heels, yep. bruh. I, I love how you guys have like, like, amazing armor class. I'm still here with twelve. Oh no, my armor class is fourteen. My armor class is natural. <laughs> natural. Yeah, I just I stay out. I didn't buy anything. I don't know why you ran up to that guy thinking you could do something when you're so squishy. Because I didn't expect the troll to do more than my entire health on the next attack. Well, you, and you should have known when he came down barreling troll parts and stuff. I'm it scared of being right next to him. It wouldn't have mattered if I moved or not. I still would have been dead. I only had 41 health total. He did 48. Oh. Uh. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered what I'd done. I got a hug to the troll and had the same effect. <laughs> 
I'm trying to figure out why my AC is... I just, I just love that Voltaire is in here just vicariously living through y'all in the cage. We'll avenge you. I just love the thought of it. Voltaire's gonna go out and tell this story like he was the hero. <laughs> Zentanov, do me a favor and roll an opportunity attack for the Crimson Split Jaw against the Deep King. Oh. Oh. That As might he kill. barrel rolls and tries to retreat towards a secret passage, which he opens through a secret floor button. Now, would make an attack of opportunity? Would it be doing too much to slam him again? A little bit too much, as there's no momentum being able to gain. He kind of just turn around. Echo will take a opportunity attack as well, please. Ooh, go, go! I'll just bite him then. Why do I want to say the Crimson Split Jaw has like a giant mouth, but when he opens it, it's all like filter feeding, like tiny little whale bristles? <laughs> wow, uh, 22 hits. Alrighty, uh. 18 damage. Can I reduce that by half? No. <laughs> I can imagine the split jaw having the filter feeding, but still just using its massive body to to crush, just keep slamming other corpses until they could fit through the filter. So apparently <laughs> its main mode of attack anyway is just slamming things against the ground and wall. Licking up the goop. Exactly. <laughs> it looks like how, that's how this thing would feed anyway. It's actually an ambush uh, predator. Yeah, see? I've got the 18. Voltaire, we come back to you. Please roll a death saving throw. And here's where I die. You got this, buddy. Do it just a d20? Yeah. It's also a death thing under your uh, saves. If you just press the death saves thing, uh, don't use that. Don't be like me. But, uh, yeah. It's one failure. That's not his. No. Yeah, well, hey, there you succeed. Good job. Thank you for pointing that out. Right. Duragar going to roll their death saving throws. No, you this don't deserve to get up. back up. <laughs> when they, okay, when did they start getting death saves? Plus, he got hit with the... the um, the the thing no well, that's what knocked him down initially oh. and apparently only these three get death savings not the first one that i killed <laughs> <laughs> oh i forgot hey, I about him good point I have to... this is dire troll's turn no he's no, gonna been... roll d6 to see if he gets that back that is a d20 He gets his spinny thing back. Oh, please. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, you, you don't want to do it. I don't. That's that's a bit too much. <laughs> Dartro <Doctor> looks down. I'll just give you a little nom nom. Nom nom nom. 
Gonna give a little bite against Santanoff. No. 21 hit. Ah! Yeah. A 1d8 plus 6 and a d10. Poison damage. Of course, I don't have a d8 handy. It's the one dice I did Scrub one. Seven damage. I believe that's ah. piercing for the bite attack. Correct. And then a d10. It's going to be two acid damage for the dish nom nom. Oh, no. This is really the problem here. Is there any way that we could try to keep this thing alive by, like, cutting off its limbs and cauterizing the wounds so they can't grow back? You see, we would try that if it wasn't, you know, actively slaughtering us. Well, you see, it, it can't die unless you hit it with fire or acid for 10 points after it's at zero, he said. So as long as we get, as long as y'all, because I'm, I'm, you know, useless right now. The problem I'm is it gains the health the at the beginning of its turn, so it's able to get up and actually do stuff. I am... Okay, how you doing, uh... doing, Zantanov? Grex, how much health do you have? 19. Okay. Uh... How are uh... you doing, Zantanov? Are you looking rough? I am. I, I was asking to be courteous because I was going to heal myself. No, go ahead. I'm, I'm at health. That's a little more dire. At this moment, as the dire troll reigns back, its arms towering over you, about to bring down its claws into your body. You hear the solid stone footprints stepping up, and you all turn. Everyone in this moment hesitates and looks towards the giant askew stone doors to see stone speaker Hagram striding forward serene calm he walks towards you all hands outstretched you all feel energy flood through you the dire troll fear arcing through his eyes retreats back cowering towards the rear of the room Are we being saved by the DM? It seems like we're being saved by the DM. The DM might not have tuned this fight correctly, so he's going to go ahead and, and uh, do some... Uh, nah, we don't need your saving. Get we out don't here. need fudging rolls. Get, get out of here. Stone Speaker Hogrum strides forward. No, he doesn't. Coming directly towards the Deep King, who stands over his wife. But she isn't who she seems. Her form twisted into the demonic features of a succubus. The Deep King looks down, stunned, and back towards the stone speaker. This is not your wife. She has been manipulating you from the shallows. It's time you come to your senses. Let these, my friends, Xanthanoff in particular, go. Oh yeah, just me. Also, Wookie, you sound real muffled right now. Everything okay? I was trying to to do something special for the stone speaker voice, but 
you know, whatever. It, they kind of did. They lost in translation, you know. Yep, yep. Not, not everything works that I try. Most things don't. Yeah. But as the stone speaker strides forward, the deep king looking confused back and forth. Something's wrong. You need to trust me. I am one of your oldest and most stalwart friends. I'll help you guide through this moment of darkness. You're right. Something's wrong. This ain't right. Everyone stand down. Everyone. I mean, yeah. And if you, you haven't noticed the underdogs being invaded by demons yet, you're kind of dumb. What? You were the main one standing up. What do you mean, stand down? No, no, no. You started this shit. The only thing anyone else is standing up yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, to be fair. One kind of down, except for your people. At this point, the Deep King starts moving between his different Duragar companions, trying to bring them back up. The oh, Dire no, Troll retreats back to his ceiling cage and. <laughs> It's raised back up to his cannibalistic endeavors. Yeah, no, this guy's dead. This guy's dead. This they, is the but, only life. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, he's faking it. These two should. Uh, they still have two. Greg stabbed this guy. He did do and that. Crit. This oh, one no. got incredible. Yeah, I would have one failed save to go. See, the thing is, they're not dead. Did he roll his death save? They don't get death saving. They're they, evil. <laughs> They're not good enough for the save. No, they uh, rolled two saving throws and they succeeded on both of them. Mm. So he's going to go ahead and come up to his stone guard, bring them back up with some potions. All the while, stone speaker Hagram. Hey, can I get one of those potions? <laughs> All right. Voltaire, Voltaire's face popping out the cage. What about me? Gonna hand each of you to your unconscious form superior healing potions. Go ahead oh, and roll. Mad good potions in here. Eight deep. He is the king. Five, I might rock eight. Let's get a hand one out to you too, Zandanov, so you don't feel left out. I'm still. The superior healing potions 8d4? Yeah. I thought it was 44. My mistake. No, that's no. a standard or greater. The superior is eighty-four plus eight. I'm not giving it back. <laughs> eighty-four plus eight. Let's see if I can type that right. All right. Anybody need top offs? I got good, baby. You know what? You know what's sad. That heals me for less than the troll hit me. <laughs> you want good berry? Good berry. Good berry? How much does the berry heal? Okay. Isn't it like one hit point? Per berry? It's 10. 10 HP? Yeah. I'll take a good berry then. I'll, I'll take a good berry. I'm almost right. full. Good berries for. I'll, I'll just top you off with the cubes. I was only mm -hmm. one point away. I wouldn't waste a spell slot. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Take, Take the heals. <laughs> Alright. I'm coming back for that troll. I mean, it's in the cage. You could go there now. It's on the ceiling. 
Today's you can't fly? Yeah, well, not everyone can fly like you and Gregs and everybody. I'll, I'll get my jetpack, don't worry. You can use either the manta ray over here or the split jaw. Is, okay, can or I ask the king I'm not a fan how of the much troll. for the troll? Troll's not for sale. What do you want with him anyway? None of your business. I wish to do science. And you I know how many troll. trolls that we had to feed to that troll just to make him the abomination he is? Can I... I promise you, you can keep most of him. I just need the torso and head. That's... The rest you can add on to a different troll. Alright, look, you can have a torso and head, but you can't have the torso and head off of that one. And you look at the bottom of the cage that he is in. There are different troll parts that are just littering the bottom. If you'd like, you can go up there, fly up there on the Crimson Split Jaw and try and make a acrobatics check. Try and grab one out of the cage without getting ripped asunder. Doing that. Can I go rob the king? What? You don't rob me? No. Go ahead and right, make acrobatics. a... Sleight of hand check to try and steal from the kid. Yep. What do you? Yep. What does he have? I'm doing as much as he can. Yeah, okay. I'll steal the whole king if I can. Whole <laughs> king in cage. Just pick up the king, turn him sideways, <laughs> oh, yeah. put him under the arm. Small guy, right? He's a little guy. You can pick him right up. Oh wait, he's. Small. Let's see. Is he not it... a medium creature? Okay, is he the is? 16 high enough to get a torso and head? I'm going to say that the troll is pretending not to be interested in you, and as soon as you grab the torso and the head and you're trying to fit them through the bar and you're having to Tetris it through, like turn it over and sideways, you're about to pull it through and he's like... Rah, 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 and he tries to snatch at you and grab you, pull you inside the cage, and he actually pushes the troll head and the pieces that you're trying to get out and you stumble and fall backwards back onto the ground but you have what you're trying to get you have the torso and the head okay so i know the way that trolls work is they have like extreme healing to the point of if they cut off an arm if you cut off a troll's arm they can put an arm back on it it doesn't have to be their arm it has to be a troll arm could i in theory, put these together with a cure wound spell to, to revive it enough. Damn me. Now, coming back to Xantanov, I'm going to have to yeah, just... All right, let me take a note, actually. God damn it. You're darn it. I'm going to freehand that you get... You get a pouch of 50 platinum. Mmm, platinum. You get... Four superior healing potions. This guy's just <laughs> stacked with superior healing potions. And then some loot to be determined later. TBD. Alright. Uh, I'm going to date as well. Troll Limbs Voltaire. Grex, was there anything you want to do in particular as everyone kind of settles after the completely overtuned fight? No, just kind of kicking at the ground, a little frustrated that I didn't actually get to kill anything. Oh, no, 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 you could... Oh, wait, you're right. 
he brought him back. Okay. Mm. Uh, this sign, it kind of seems like a good time. We, we, um, have an, we have an extra mushroom person if you want to kill something. No, no. Who do you think he's talking about? I am going to go check out that secret entrance that he uh, opened. And I'm going to go oh, check that out. Looks Why like a hole. Kill the mushroom people. I'm not gonna kill them. Experiment. You're always offering. That's not me killing them. They're not yours to offer. They're mine. I caught these. They are living creatures and they can make their own decisions. Like deciding not to run fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, a giant you do not recognize strides forward standing next to a stone speaker Hagram. Gesturing towards you, Zantanov, he nods over at the uh, newcoming giant. I have assigned a new member to your party in hopes that he leads you up and out of the Underdark. This is Jal. Jalal. He will be able to guide you to the Grave Hollow, the Underdark's most massive and complete library. If anywhere contains the secrets of rising up through the Underdark and out to the surface world, you'll find it there. Aren't there just holes in the ceiling that lead out? But how do we get to the holes is the question. I can fly. I can't. Oh, speaking of able to fly, can I ask the king if I can meet with his tinker who designed the spiders? Oh. Hold on, uh, um, please. You gotta listen. You gotta listen to Stone Speaker Hogwarts when he talks. He's got a big bassy baritone. Now, mm. if you just go sticking yourself in random holes, that could lead to something unpleasant. Let in a child. <laughs> just wander around, sticking yourself in random directions. It could all end up terribly. So is the guy a small or medium creature? Jala, Jala. Oh my god. Oh, that king. guy. The, the king. king. <laughs> uh, let me see. I think he's not enlarged anymore. He would probably. Okay. Even if he's small enough to fit in the cage, I feel like he. I feel like he looks a bit, a bit too portly. No, 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 no. He's going in the cage. Medium humanoid. God damn it. What about without limbs? <laughs> yeah, what do you about without limbs? Just trim them right up and stuff them on. No, okay. And as Jal, Jal joins the party as your potential guide up and out of the Underdark to the possible exits, Rictavio comes up to you, Voltaire. No. That was quite a, an adventure right there. That was a sticky situation. I'm glad we pulled through that together. Uh, you got my back and I've got yours. Hey, uh, yeah. I see that you're interested in um, augmentation here. This might interest you. And he hands you a glittering spool of thread. Acquired this in one of my many adventures. Should have rumored to be able to craft and add any kind of uh, kind of 
limbs or extremities that you show onto yourself, and not only adheres them to your body, but attaches them as if they were your own. He stole that. Oh, I have an idea. What if, and hear me out here, I take your tentacle and attach it underneath one of my arms and then the troll head on the end of the tentacle. <laughs> and just have a bite attack. I mean, if that's what you want, I mean, uh, are you going to attach an ally? Because you're cutting it off and whatnot. I, I I'm still I'm still debating because I'm thinking of just having like the troll head on my back so I can constantly see behind me. Okay, so like or something like that. But if that you might mess with my jetpack. If you take one of my tentacles, you'll get the you can use an object as a bonus action on your turn, and they said you at a range of ten feet. It's uh, only you, if there's not a head on the end. You can also gain advantage on athletic checks made to climb or to either initiate or end a grapple. How much thread is he giving me? Like, how, how much on the spool? Give me an intelligence check. Alright. Um, I think I actually have a bonus with magic things. Um, Take advantage. Artificer, Artificer's lore, I think. I'm make an intelligence intelligence history check related to magic items, alchemical objects, or technological devices. You add twice your proficiency. Ooh. Okay, you might actually be able to tell how much you can do here. Okay, um, on history, I also have expertise. So if I just roll it with expertise, what do I add to it? Just. Oh, no, you. Okay. So to change something to expertise, you go to that settings wheel. I have it set to I have it set to expertise now. But because of this, where I add twice my proficiency. You just add that on afterwards. So you'd add another of your proficiency bonus stacked on top. All right. So, history, 16, plus double my proficiency is 6, so 22. You would realize you have exactly enough to graft one body part onto your body. Uh, alright. Body part do you really want? I don't know, you see, I was thinking of taking this and studying it to try to to recreate the effects, even if it's to a lesser degree. I don't know. My intelligence is only a plus two. And my investigation is... Actually, my investigation is a plus eight. Or is a eight because of expertise. So... Wouldn't it be Arcana? Arcana is a three, so I hope not. A fifteen. You immediately Uh, are able to tell that you would not be able to reproduce this thread whatever this was created from it was from a powerful source you would not be able to approach being able to recreate this for some time and even if you were the amount of resources the amount of just sheer time and energy you'd have to put into it this is quite the exquisite piece of equipment you feel quite lucky you cherish what little you have here you feel like almost you need to harass Rictavio and figure out what his source is, how you can get more. He wouldn't know, because he stole it. I roll to waterboard. <laughs> <laughs> and with okay. uh, Voltaire waterboarding Rictavio, that's where we're going to end tonight's session. Thank you all for playing. Good night. Yeah, an appropriate end. Nobody likes that guy. Why is he in this
Wasn't he in the Incubus when we last left off? Alright, so I'm, I'm debating how to use that thread of... I feel like if I was to sew the... Troll head. Sew, sew the troll head on your body. See, that's what I was thinking, is sewing the troll head onto my back. And I was like, hmm, maybe that wouldn't work. Because my jetpack wouldn't fit. But what if I was to sew the torso to my back? Flawless victory. That way I could have healing factor on my torso. On your back. And, and maybe attach the troll head to it. Mm. Uh, my main thought is the troll head on my back. Why not? On, on like beside my head facing backwards. Or sew it directly onto the top of my head so I can be extra tall and wear a trench coat. Okay, why don't you just take the wormling wings and sew those onto your back? Can I sew myself to the wormling and it count? <laughs> I I don't think yeah. He's too cute. That's uh unfortunately against the rules. Alright, what if it's dad? Oh, he's classified. He's Would been you guys like to, to use a thread to sew Rictavio's mouth shut? That way it heals like that. You don't need that, that fancy one. a thread. That, that, you can just do a normal thread. He'll get out of it somehow. I could have sworn Rictavio was banished to the Shadow Realm. 